breaking. Mutual friend of mine. Well, he's not really a friend. He's like an acquaintance. He's probably listening. I know. Oh my God, he's, he's, he's totally listening. He's like he waiting is. for you to talk about I it. I know. And I told him, I said, I've never been on a date with someone who has listened to my podcast and then I went on a date. And now, and I said, I usually, when I go on dates and I tell guys I have a podcast, I intentionally don't talk about it for like three weeks. So in case they try to listen and they hear about themselves. But <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and say it was a really good date, so it's okay. <laughs> Except at the end, <clears throat> I got blackout drunk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> just a very, very end. The whole time up. Just and, a slight blackout. Just a slight blackout. A mini blackout. Just like blacked out. <laughs> um, but what a nice guy. <laughs> 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 he walked me to the door. Um... Yeah, he's really sweet, and he's Trembling Lip Bay's friend. Mm -hmm. That's how, I've met him one time, but we didn't really talk, so we really got to know each other, it was really interesting. He gave me some really good topics for the show, I forgot them, but we're going to (laughs) reach, we're going to go back to that. Um... Yeah, just a really nice guy. And he's he's not black, so I was like, you ever, have you ever dated a black, a black woman before? I don't know why I ask all non-black guys that. And I was like, I don't know why I asked that, sorry. <laughs> you need to know. I do need to know. And he said, yeah, he actually has. He got that. I was like, oh, you like that brown sugar? He said, mm, I like, you know, he likes what he likes. He likes all the He shades. likes all the, all shades. the shades of sugar. Which I'm, I'm cool with that. Um, yeah, and I did that. I... This is the bad part about the black down. <laughs> I wasn't going to go ahead and say it, but I already started, so. <laughs> the next morning when I woke up, my friend was, like, looking at me all crazy because I, w- I went back to her house because we, um, we hung out down the street. She's like, you broke your thing last night. I was like, what? Your detox? Yeah, she's like, you broke your detox. You had sex. I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> what are you talking about? I actually don't remember coming home, so what do you mean? She's like, I heard you. I heard you. Then she even mapped out how I did it. She's like, I came down here. Look how it's a crease in the couch. I have a feeling. He was probably like this. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe he was like this. It's right here. I could tell. Look at the rug. I was like, what kind of noises? She's like, sex noises. I was like, are you sure? She's like, I'm positive. I'm like, (laughs) and I was like, how do I not even remember? She's like, that's 
not good. She's like, you need to text him right now. I was like, I don't think so, girl. I told him I haven't been having sex. She's like, you trust me. I know. So I text him like, I had a really good time last night. Did we? <laughs> so embarrassing, right? He's like, no. I was like, oh, God, I knew you were a good guy. I knew you were a good guy. And I was like, no, you're wrong, Danielle. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck were you guys doing? <laughs> when, when Jamila told me the story, I was like, Wait, what? So, what yeah. I was like, what sound? What, what were you doing down there? What sounds? Like dry humping and like moaning? I or? guess, but apparently I must get really dramatic when I get blackout drunk. So maybe everything was just volumized by 10. I don't really know. I'm not. I had to have a really, really conversation with myself the next day about my drinking. Yeah. Do I have a problem? <laughs> because I, when I was like growing up, like in high school, I used to black out, and I used to think people were drugging me. And then I quickly realized, no, it's you. <laughs> but in my defense, I think we had tapas, tapas, whatever. And oh my god! When you said that to me on the phone last <laughs> night, I was going to correct you. Didn't y'all correct me? Because right? I was so annoyed. I was like, oh my god, she sounds so Caucasian right now. Tapas? You know that tapa? Did you have them? Tapas. I was like, what? Okay. Tapas, tapas, same shit. We had some tapas. Ew. And they, you know how my stomach is set, set up. I think I needed like a, a, a full meal. I don't. I can't like drink on a tapa. I need like potatoes, rice, meat. And then I had like bourbon and then I switched to tequila and oh. I took a shot. Oh, oh yeah. no, no, no. Also, the bartender at the bar we went to likes me for like a long time. And I'm pretty sure he overserved me on purpose so I can get sloppy drunk on my date. <clears throat> Um, but I that's think such I'm, a good one. She'll never be back here with him again. Yeah, yeah. right. He's gonna bring dates here. I'm like, make her serve drinks, okay? Okay, Tommy. Um, he uh, he was really cool. I'm not gonna mix liquors on any more first dates. Luckily, I think he still likes me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was a success. But other than that, I just chilled all weekend, hung out with the baby, and you know, that was pretty much it. How was your weekend? Um, it was amazing. I went to Joshua Tree um, with Happy Bay and his best friend. Happy Bay and friends? Happy Bay and his best friend. And it was a couple's trip. Um, it was so beautiful. We, had, we rented this dope-ass Airbnb. It was like in the middle of nowhere, super modern, crazy, just like expansive views. It was a jacuzzi. It was fucking amazing. Then we, we went to um, the National Park, which it's not really a park. It's just a gate and then they make you pay to enter which is just the desert um but it's so beautiful and i've been to joshua tree a few times because that's where i had my maternity shoot i've been there with friends i've been there for like they have a really cool venue out there that they have like they do live music um so we went on a hike you know we took some we might have ate something some magic mushrooms or something of that sort <laughs> possibly it's basically a- we did mushrooms um <laughs> and it was beautiful it was beautiful it wasn't as visual as like i would have liked um but it was very meditative were they the chocolate form or just- they were chocolate which i normally don't i i usually just eat them straight up um, but these were chocolate, and I wonder if that's why they were more mild. Actually, I really, I think that is true. They are more mild, but I really like the chocolate ones. Maybe this was like a mild. No, one. they were. They tasted delicious. They were these little unicorns. Oh, that's so cute! I mm-hmm. want some. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, when I eat like actual like you, you, mushrooms, I feel like it's a little. It's stronger, which was fine. I didn't need to be crazy. I just wanted to like chill, focus, reflect. I thought about us a lot. Um, you know, I did my own thing, wandered away, came back. Me and Happy Bay had our like you know, moments. It was great. Um, happy I went. Glad to be back. And that was my weekend. That's about it. Cool. Yeah. 
Um, are you? Oh, also this weekend you're running Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> Can you this, stop with the energies? This weekend I'm going to Coachella. I'm going with my brother, which I'm excited about. It's just. I didn't realize when I planned my trip to Joshua Tree, I was like also going to. I forgot that like, oh yeah, I'm going back to the desert the That's following what I asked weekend. You, like, you're gonna do it I know, and I was just like, it's too much. I'm also working, and but it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna meet you. Okay. If you got me on the list for the party, I'm coming. Okay. And yeah, it'll be fun. Okay. And maybe I'll bring some magic something in my pocket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, we have a special guest. We do. Hello. <laughs> Introduce yourself, Kimmy. I am Kimberly Valentine, and I'm here with these lovely moms. Thank you for having me. Of course. Of course. And Kimmy's also a mom, and um, she reached out to us. She slid into our DMs. Yes. <laughs> a successful slide, guys. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> We're the queen of the sliding of the DMs. Um, oh, do you have any current events? No. We're not going to talk about Oh, the ugly guy. Well, we, can we finish introducing? Her? Oh, okay. Well, thought, okay. Yeah, we're we, good. We can get there. Moving on. Introduced. <laughs> I'm a mom of three. I feel like I'm raising literally like three generations of kids. That is, a, it is a big like. Age. They're all gapped out. 18, 11, two. Mm. And mm. you're young. Yes. To have I started. I started when I was his age. I became a mom at 17 years old. I literally had him. My due date was. My senior prom. Wow. And I had him, because he came late, stubborn, I should have known. Um, I had him two days uh, before my high school graduation, so I didn't get to walk the stage. Did you go to prom? I did not. My friends bought me, like, an ugly, oversized from Lowman's. <laughs> <laughs> like, it used to be a store near the Beverly Center. But, I, I remember um, yeah, yeah, like... Just a big old dress, and I was like, I'm not gonna be the one to have my kid on the floor. Oh, because you so you decided not to go. So I decided not to go. Um, but I had him, like I said, two days before graduation, which was exciting and saddening all at once. Yeah, mm -hmm. teen moms, it's like you guys are rock stars, you can do it. I'm getting to the finish line, and then I was like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> well, 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 oh, right, just kidding. Whoops, I can't believe you did that, but um, good. But I was like, that's that's amazing. I got caught up with that little one, the last one. That like, wasn't it on purpose? No. I went, that, like, I, caught up. I went on a vacation Ooh, with my bae, but we spent a week in Miami. Like, the last a weekend day. is fine for the bae. A week with your girlfriends in Miami, totally. Live it up. Have fun. But a week with bae in all that, like, tropical weather, it's hot, you want to be naked all the time, like... You're having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> Get on birth control. That's how, yeah. I got, that's how I had my daughter. Yeah. Jamaica. I was in Jamaica was for, it like, a week? six days. Yeah. Yep. Six days in Jamaica, boo. Yeah. You got, yes. Yes, I feel it, because that is what this baby is. <laughs> but So when you... Okay, so back to being you, you being a teen mom, like, so you got pregnant your senior year of... I got... I got school. pregnant at homecoming. Oh, girl. Oh, that sounds My right. daughter's not going. <laughs> yeah, you will not go. And so your baby daddy was your boyfriend at the time? Or? Yeah. I've known him since I was 12. Okay. Um, we, we're from the same neighborhood. His grandmother lived around the corner from my grandmother. Mm -hmm. um, so we met, like, walking home from school. Like, all the kids in that neighborhood knew each other. Um, Where'd you grow up? In West L.A., okay. Mid-City, Mid specifically, mm -hmm. yes. Um, so all the kids knew each other, so we were, like, walking home. He's like, hey, girl, 
Hey. And I fell for it. I'm like a sucker. You're 12. Of course you fell for yeah. it. Shoot. And he was like a tall boy. You know, that's my thing. So I was like, me? How old is he? Me? Um, I believe I lied initially. Mm-hmm. And said you were older than you were. Said I was like probably 15 because mm-hmm. I looked 15. And he was 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. And so I lied, and I was able to live the lie for a year. Right. Oh, but then, but then, then it 13. was my 13th birthday, and oh, boy, you better be here. <laughs> oh my god! So was he like? Was he like mad or shocked or? Well, he loved me, so he was like, "How if how old were you when you lost your virginity? Then did you lose your virginity to him? Yeah, okay. and very early, 14. 14. Yeah. So you waited two years dating before you. Well, he was like, "You're not even high school. I'm not having sex with you. I wanted to. I felt like I was ready, and I knew all the stuff. I love him. Yeah, like, well, because I wanted to do it. Like, I was like, I want to have sex, and so he was like, "Girl, please, like." You're not even high school. Like, hit me up when you get to high school, and I can call you past eight o'clock. Right. So when you uh, finally did, how did you lose your virginity? In a mobile home. Oh. Parked in his parents' backyard. Oh my god! Cute. Like I ditched. I ditched school, (laughs) and we went to the mobile. Because the they owned, camping? they like, owned one. Oh, and they just like left, like parked it. Back yeah, there. so they didn't park so their like, cars you, in you the know, back. Lucky they you had your own little hotel situation. That's actually classier than most virgin stories. Right, like, mine was the backyard, backyard, back seat, front yard, park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Movie theater, dressing room. Yeah, you had a little privacy. You had a door closed. Right, like, windows. Yeah, it was like a home. Dogs. It was like a little studio. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the mobile. Did you tell your mom? No, 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 no. So <laughs> that's a funny story too. I am raised by my dad and my stepmom. My mother um, left me and all her kids Wow. when I was nine years old for drugs. Mm. And she, like, we all separated because we all have different dads. Mm. So now um, we all went with your dads? We all went with whomever. Right. <laughs> I went with my dad, fortunately. Um, and then she's never returned to us. You've never seen her since I've nine. seen her, but she's never returned. Like, that person... It was not, it's not who your mom was. Correct. Damn. So is she still currently struggling with? Yes. Okay. Yes. She's still living an addictive lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but so my, I was raised by my dad and my stepmom. And of course I didn't tell them like, no, right. they were they were not getting those beans. Did they have, did they have a talk with you about sex when you were young? Uh, it ended up being very dramatic. Why I even have his baby is like a thing because I ran away his family took me in. It was like... You were pregnant at that time? No. Oh. I ran away, though, like, um, from my parents restricting me from being with him. Right. Because he, he, he was, at that point, probably over He was 18. an adult, yes. He was, he was over 18. 18. He was over 18. And you Graduated were... high school, and I was barely entering high school. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, they saw what I should have saw, that hindsight 2020 thing. They knew, like, oh, this is not what... Well, you, you were 14. Clearly. How could you have seen it? There's no way. Oh, God. I didn't know enough. And the the relationship with my parents, um, while they did rescue me from, like, a very negative environment, when I went to their home, I went into, like, a different environment. I wasn't, like, they weren't coached, like, get her some counseling. She's seen a lot. So I went from... Like who oh, your your parents weren't? Yes. Right. So I went from an environment living, where I went from an environment where I was scamming to like keep 
my mom's secret a secret. So I was scamming with her. So having like access to like adult things at a very scamming what do you mean because the last episode scamming was kissing oh right 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 (laughs) I remember that from the Uh, 90s but I mean like legit today scamming like lying to school officials Mm. adults to keep this adult secret private because you were you were living with your mother correct okay so I went from like having access to adult things um our house was like the party spot. We got a babysitter that we found off the street. Like, mom, we found a babysitter. She's 15. You don't have to come home if you don't want to. We tired of you locked up in the bathroom. So you can go. You just go. And then yeah. she'll be here. She'll be here. She's going to cook for us. And, and mom my, like, cool. my mom was like, will you? And she was like, yes. Because she was Which, a runaway. That's because she needed a place to stay. She needed a place to stay. So Was she a good person? No. <laughs> she stole my sister's chains. Like, all her gold chains. So... But so I went from that type of lifestyle where all the kids, all the runaways came and hung out at our house Mm -hmm. to like rules, to rules, rules. But But like no one had dealt with what you had already dealt with. No one dealt with anything. And then having like adult rule, like very tight, 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 strict rules. And then I was like overdeveloped for a young person. Um, And no one talked to me about that. Like everyone thought I knew. Because mm, of your environment prior. Well, because I was old enough to know. Like if like you look at a, a child and you're like, that child's 10, 11, that child knows. But I know you did it. when you I wasn't getting was raised assumed. back home right. when I was a child. You, were, so. you weren't those things weren't being instilled in you, the things that a maybe a typical ten or eleven year old would know. Correct. You weren't Correct. being taught that by your mom. So I was being taught to lie. Mm-hmm. I was being taught Shut up. You don't talk nothing. You don't repeat what happens in the household. Correct. Right. None of that. So I was being taught those things. And then I went to an environment where they're like, open up. And I'm like, you the feds. <laughs> <laughs> no You're here. the reason I'm not with my mama. Like, So it was like a negative. Even though I was removed from a negative environment, I went into a negative situation. Well, what you thought was negative because, yeah. Well, because it wasn't handled properly. Like, even for myself, I can take full responsibility. But, like like I said, no one told my parents, like, oh, you guys should get her some counseling. Mm-hmm. She's probably really seen and dealt with a lot. Right. Or, you know, like, no one told them that. The they, were just like, they were just like, she's good. She's here now. now. Boom. She's for good. example, um, I stopped talking for maybe, like, a year. Really? Because after, like, maybe a month or two of being there, my dad was like, so why don't you start calling your mom mom now? Like, my stepmom, who I do refer to mom as now. Right. But... At that time. At that time, I was like, excuse me? And that made you stop talking? I wasn't going to address her. What? what to, you didn't talk, period, or just to her? Mostly just to her, but, like, you period. You just stopped talking Like, I became, like, a muted child. Like, yes, no. You know, I wasn't... Expressing yourself. Expressing myself, but I also wasn't, like, rude or disrespectful if you asked me something, but I would never ask for anything. Like, legitimate needs. Like, oh, I need this. I'm not speaking up and saying, hey, I I need this. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when you made that decision, like, I just don't want to talk anymore? Like, what was was your... I was sitting in a drive-thru at McDonald's. And he was, like, having a conversation with you, and you're like, okay, this is... I don't. And after he said that, I literally, like, looked out the window and checked out. Like, I went on robot. And how old were you around then? Nine. Wow. But you know what? I I hear, I've heard about kids, like, something happening, and then them going mute. Like, um, you know whose story that is? 
Who's? Maya Angelou. Oh. She didn't talk for like a couple, like a year or over a year. But that's because she was raped. And mm-hmm. then like a little bit later, the rapist got murdered or something. And she thought her voice killed him. So right. she stopped talking. But a lot of times with traumatic situations, kids will just will shut off. Mm-hmm. Right. So then that turned into like stress for me, mm-hmm. uh, not having an outlet. And I remember having to have like go to the doctor because I would get these horrible, horrible pains. And the doctor was like, she's like looking at me because I look, you know, healthy. healthy. And I'm here. I'm here with my parents at the doctor. And they're like, these are stress headaches. Like the doctor was so puzzled. Like, what, what is did this? she stress about? But he didn't really know your background. No. And he didn't even question it. He was like. No one said, has she, has she started a therapist? What, yeah. What's, what's happening yeah, right Yeah, no one, no one addressed that issue. So it was like. She just doesn't want to talk. Yeah. Like, and she's having headaches. Yeah. That's but crazy. I mean, like, breaking down headaches. Like, I'd be, like, get broken down to my knees mm. in pain of, mm. like, I can't, like, someone is at their head. Like, you know, the pressure mm-hmm. um, of the <laughs> headache. And it was literally stress. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And then I think I went from that mode to entering, like, entering puberty. Like, it was just a wave of transition and back to back. So I went from that into puberty into motherhood. Like, shit. So I'm just, I'm I'm five years old. (laughs) (laughs) Emotionally? Yeah. Um, Well, so when, how... Like, how did, how did you, how did you deal with that? Like going through, like as an adult, like, did you, have you sought therapy or like how? Yes, totally, totally. Because I realized like there are things that I see vividly, like as a dream or in my mind that like I was in diapers. There's no one who really has a memory of them in diapers. Like I got to let some of this go. Um, so I did as an adult seek therapy. How old were you when you went to seek therapy? Probably about 19. Because that was the transition from being with my son's father. And I thought, like, this is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I did not even think of, consider your childhood. I didn't even consider my childhood. I didn't even consider, like, that my son's father and I wouldn't make it. Like, I, when, when I gave him my virginity, when I gave him a son, I thought, this is it. Like, I'm going to marry this man. We're going to be high school sweethearts, even though I'm the only one in high school. <laughs> like, like we're, this is going to be the rest of my life. Like, um, his parents owned a home in Windsor Hills. Yeah, this could be our house. Like, we're going to get this passed down. <laughs> right. Like, I'm going to, I got to find a job and a career and a school great. for my kid because this is it. And I was... Well, I thought um, I was mentally prepared to take that on. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, it'll be fine. At that I can do this. You think you got it, I right? Mean, no, I mean, right. in high school, you can't tell a high school no, but nothing. We think we're so grown. I know. And then you get thirty, you're like, and especially you dating an older man, you really think you're grown. I mean, right? And so, so when you were so basically back to like you basically running away. So you ran away because your parents weren't approving of your relationship, and his parents took you in. Mm-hmm. Like, and then around what age was that? That was like 14, 15. 14, 15. And yeah. how long were you there for? Not long, maybe. <laughs> I, ran, I ran away and I had no intentions of coming back. When eventually police got involved really? in that whole situation, like they were like, this is ridiculous, Kimberly. Where, like, where the fuck are you at? Yeah. Um, and they didn't know. Um, and so then they found out because I had gotten so comfortable like being gone that I started socializing with friends and like, Again, right. yeah, like, oh, let's go have a kickback. And so then they start like 
asking your friends. Yeah, and putting the pressure on my friends, and then my friends buckled and brought them to where I was. Which was your boyfriend's house. Correct. And that was when it got intense because, like, they came with police. They came, like, and you can't be bringing no police to... Yeah, like... Correct. Well, also, were the police... I mean, because he was... You're underage, and he's... Yes, so statutory rape was a real thing that we had to, like, live through. No, 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 no. It totally was a thing. Like They arrested him? No, but... Um, his parents came and told me, like, you know, we were just trying to help you, but you, you're making it hot. You gotta go. Like, well, how no. my son get in trouble? And I'm for, helping you. Yeah. Well, so like, who are his parents that they thought it would be okay that a 14 year old was coming to live with them, and they didn't they think, let me call her parents and see what the fuck is. Maybe that. they didn't know how old you were, or I don't know. No, I'm, I'm I'm most certain they knew how old I was. They knew I was coming ditching school with a backpack yeah, to come see right. their son. Do you think they just didn't really care or know better? Probably didn't really care or know better or didn't think it would go that far. Right. Like thought like, oh, they letting her like she do what she want right. anyway. Like right. him's got grown like no one cares. So maybe they didn't know like that there was a family that cared about you. Yeah, right. that cared about me. Mm. Because that's probably the impression. And probably, I probably gave that impression. impression. I probably, like, (gasps) extra super um, put that out there on them like that. Like, they don't care, you know. I hate them. They beat me. (laughs) I never got beat. No, I know. But, you know, like, she slapped me one time. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) I can't believe him. Right. He let her. My daddy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I was super extra manipulative because I knew how to be. From right, my mom. Right, right, right. You had been taught to yeah. be manipulated. Yes, right. correct. So I knew that, you know, they probably just, they probably wanted to put a blanket and a teddy bear, right. you know, in my hands. Like, don't let the camera see her. Like, you know, tuck me out like the victim. They they didn't know. I I probably really did. Now that you're making me reflect really? on it, <laughs> I probably really did put that on thick. So. Did, so you went back home and then you got pregnant later? Yes. I continued the forbidden relationship. Um, and I got pregnant at homecoming, which was so gross because my son's godmother and her boyfriend were like smoking a blunt in the bed. Oh. It was, we were like in Motel 6. No, I've, I've done it. I've literally. We've had this conversation about the teenage sex because there's no really place to have it. So you have yeah. it in group settings. Yeah. It's not like you're having an orgy. It's just like people are just in their own corners. Having sex. Well, the lights were off. They're over there in their bed smoking a blunt. We're over here in our bed having sex. But having conversation. Oh, uh, God. I know. Like, I mean, it, it, I guess, I don't know. It's just the same as, like, both fucking, like, oh. Yeah, I've never, but I could imagine that if if my, if I if I was dating, like, a younger guy like my friends were, they were dating guys our age. I was dating a guy out of high school. Right. So I imagine if I was dating someone that they were, like, in our peer group, we would have been doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Definitely. totally. And they were probably happy that he was old enough to get the goddamn hotel. Right. Yeah. Because I, I knew I had one, one guy was the They're oldest. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Kimmy's yeah. boyfriend will get the hotel. We're good. And, and we'll buy the alcohol, too. Yeah, he'll get the 40. <laughs> um, so when you found out you were pregnant, what what was that? Were you scared? Were you... I was... Like, happy? With I was happy. Okay. Um, well, I knew... I Because I didn't know what the fuck I was about to sign up for. I knew that I would be a better mom than my mother. Mm. Um, and that you and him would now be together forever. Well, I didn't care about him so much in the pregnancy part of it. Because we it's high school drama. We broke up, got back together. If I wore something cute, I was a whore. Yeah. You know, like, I couldn't be popping one day at school and he come pick me up and then... 
who you trying to be cute for? You know, all that drama. So it was like, he broke up with me at nutrition. And then at lunch, (laughs) we're back together. So all that high school was stressful and stupid as hell (laughs) when it came to my relationship. Um, So I didn't think like, oh, we'll be together forever. But I knew I would be out of my parents' home. So I was like, like they were going to kick you out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I knew that that was like, oh, if you got pregnant, it's done. Yeah. Did that happen? Yes. I told my parents I was pregnant on a Wednesday and I was moved out on a Saturday. Did they try to move out where you? to his house? Yeah. To his they parents said, so home. they went through all this trouble to get you back. Then you get pregnant and they said, all right, you're done. Yeah. Wait, did they did they try to convince you not to keep the baby? Of course. And you're like, I'm keeping my baby. You yeah. cannot make me. And at that point, they're like, well, you cannot live here with baby. Well, the first thing out of my stepmom's house when my dad woke her up, because I waited for my dad one night to come in from work to tell, to him. tell him. And I just got scared for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Because I was I was putting it off and putting it off. And, um, at this point, how, how far along were you? Super new, super right. like eight weeks, ten right. weeks maybe. You were low key excited to tell somebody. Yeah, but I had told um, my boyfriend at the time and his family, so they were like, "You got to tell him," like because of the whole statutory rape thing. Right. They wanted like, let's get this. If there's gonna be something that comes behind it, let's deal with it now, right. like in the beginning. Um, and maybe they were hoping that I didn't keep the baby too because they knew that their son wasn't ready. Um, but whatever the case was, they were more supportive of whatever needed to be done. Um, I knew my parents' reaction would be, oh no, not here. Uh Um, just a side story. I knew because I had tried to, at, after the runaway thing, I tried to emancipate myself. Mm. So I went and I thought I was super grown. Like, mm, I'm about to get emancipated. <laughs> I didn't even have to work. Wait a minute. So I did. I literally ditched school and like and got like, the paper, sent them yeah. in. And they like, instead of, they probably want to clown me <laughs> at the courthouse. So instead of like um, denying my paperwork because I didn't even send it in with the right fees, they legitimately... Um, like sent me back a court date. What happened? It's not recording. What? Wait, is your password? Two nine two nine. I pressed record. Did you push airplane mode? Yes, it's on airplane mode. It's not recording. Okay. So instead of sending that back the like denial of emancipation or like you didn't um fill these forms out correctly, you idiot, trying to get emancipated. <laughs> they gave me a date. So I did school like I'm gonna go get emancipated, and they they just wanted to laugh at me in person. Yes, they just wanted to see who's this little ornery bitch that wants to emancipate herself. So I basically went down there, and they were like, "You see where we highlight it? This is how much you owe for us to even consider it." But um, don't even waste your money. Yeah, because we're not you're not ready for this. (laughs) So. And during that process of, like, knowing that I wasn't ready for emancipation, I knew, like, okay, well, that's not going to work for me getting out of here. How else will I get out of here? And the baby was... Your ticket. My ticket out. So when I got pregnant with this baby, I was like, oh, I'm keeping this baby. Like, I'm out of here. Marshawn parents love me. They're going to keep me, take care of me. I'm going to get on my feet. I'm about to be popping. Like, I'm about to get my license. Like, because... 
I was always trying to have a forbidden relationship. I lied and snuck around a lot. Well, probably that relationship felt so comfortable to you because it was so it was forbidden, just like so much of you know your relationship with your mom. It's secretive, lying, correct, exciting. It felt like I'm what I'm used to. It felt felt like home. Yes. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That was so deep on so many levels. Thank you. (laughs) But yes, totally. And because that happened. Um, I couldn't wait to tell them. And then the pressure from his family wanting to know what would they do. And what was going to happen. They, they like heavy, you know, pressed me to tell. They were like, because it was like maybe two other days that I was scheduled to tell my parents. And I never did. I never went through with it. And so this day I was like, okay, I got to do it. And so I waited up for my dad. And the funniest thing, I love my dad. He's so funny sometimes. I'm like sitting there like freaking out like, dad, we have to talk. And he's like, come on, baby girl, you can do it. Like spit it out. And I'm like, I don't know, dad. Like, this is bad. This is really, really bad. You're not going to look at me the same. And he looks at me and he was like, you're not gay, are you? (laughs) And I'm like, I'm like, no, like. Of all things, right? Like, I'm about to tell you something else. You're like, I wish, I wish your bitch was gay. I really wish she was gay. And I was like, no, because I didn't expect that. He was like, well, then we could talk about anything. And so that moment, like, helped it just come out. But the mood changed quick. He was like, no. Like, he was holding my hand, like, when I told him I wasn't gay. And then he, like, snatched that shit back. Did he ever discuss, did they ever discuss the, like, birth control, condoms? Yeah, yeah. So that was, like, we already, we told, we gave you the rundown and you're still pregnant. Great. Yeah, yeah. So then what, what happened next? Like, it was just like, all right, you're out? Like, I mean, you told so, him you're keeping so it. So and- he went and woke up my mom to tell her, like, your daughter has something to tell you. And so he made me tell her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, not in my house. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do they have kids together? Yes, I have. At, at that point, do they have kids already? Yeah, yeah. So um, I have two sisters that are the same age, one for my mom and one for my dad. Oh, so you so, and your sister went together? No, so my mom's four oh. kids all have different dads, and they we dispersed. But then I went into a situation where I already had a baby sister. Oh, so when you got there, they had already had Yeah, I had sister. already knew her. She she was two when I went to so them. Like nine. So I already had a relationship with her and knew her and all that. Okay, so no, I don't want to So that was the point of why I couldn't be there because I couldn't set that example for like... Do you, now looking back as a mom, do you feel like that was the right decision, or do you feel resentment towards her for um, or him I, for I think I felt it? resentment initially, and now you because I went into a whole different situation that I wasn't prepared for, like verbal. Like I thought the lunchtime cry sessions and nutrition breakups were like the worst over because now we're living together. Oh my God, the abuse intensified. And you don't even know that it's abuse because you do it too. Right, and you you, you start doing it because you're used to... Yeah, 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 totally. And then it it became humiliating because here I am. I'm the youngest person in this house. Everyone else is adults. It It was a beautiful home with... One brother in that room, one brother in that room, parents in that room, and mm-hmm. us in our room. Like, oh, this is our room. Like, Ugh. my friends can come over here. They couldn't come to my parents' house. Right. Like, to, and then getting abused or humiliated or, like, 
just having a spat, like, you know, a spat between your lover, that's personal. But then I'm just, like, we're sitting at the table with your mom and your daddy or two brothers. Yeah, and, everybody, and everybody is right here. And, and somebody else got something to say about it, too? Because mm. it's their house. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're living now. You're having, well, not, okay, so you went from your mom's rules to your dad and your stepmom's rules, mm-hmm. and now to another home, and they have a whole other set of rules and, and way that they want to live and the way that they want to raise their son or their grandchild, you know? Like, that must be, like, so confusing, especially if you haven't dealt with And I wasn't with it. Right? I'm sure you was an outsider. With I'm sure. Like, this is not even, like, really... Now you're starting to realize, like, oh, this is not even my family. Correct. So that's... During that time is when I felt like, oh, they should have never did this to me. But I didn't take it as, look what I got myself into. into. But you're like, oh, now now we thought you were good. But like, this is their fault. Why would you put me out? Well, why would you put me out? Like, who are these oh, people? Oh, your parents. Yeah, you don't even know these people. And, oh, so you're, you said your parents should have never done this to you. Yes, okay. that was my thought okay. process when I was in emerged mm-hmm. and all that. But At I, any like, point where they, like, come home? Or did you oh, ask to come they, home? I, I, um... There were times mm-hmm. um, where I did go home, but I always ran back. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, because that's what, that's what an abused person does. So for a while, I was burning out my friends. Like, <laughs> getting, I would get put out, put it like this, because dude was a player. I would get put out on Fridays. Mm. From the parents' house? Yes. And they would allow him to put The parents would allow because their son wanted, to put me out. Because he wanted to go do his thing on the weekend. Yeah. So what, what, uh, what kind of parents would allow their son to put their pregnant girlfriend out that they, that, took that they took in them kind girl. Cause they happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so going to high school pregnant, what is that like? What, so like, I checked out a regular high school and went to a pregnancy high school. There's okay. a pregnancy high school, like continuation school. Yes. But you have to be pregnant. Or a, um, or already a mom to go there. Mm. Um, so you you're getting it's independent studies. Oh, it's like homeschool. Yes, but to, to be to be um, like like to be uh, how do you say what I'm trying to say? Qualified to go there, you have to have like something. But wait, so a did, child? Period. Did you child. leave high school because you wanted to, or you asked to leave? Or well, so I did know um, that I could leave. And get done with school and not have to go to school every day. Because who wants to get up and go to school every day pregnant? I'm not an adult, so I'm not used to getting up and going to work no matter what to get a a check. So at this point, who wants to get up? I barely go into high school as it is. Mm -hmm. All I did was go to turn in work and to make sure I didn't get arrested Mm -hmm. for ditching too much. Mm -hmm. So I'm barely going to high school. So going to high school pregnant was just not in the cards for me. Mm -hmm. So I went to a place where I could go and do it independently, work at my own schedule and get it done so so that I wouldn't have to. Your prom was at this facility? So basically I checked myself out, checked myself into the um, McAllister High School Mm -hmm. for pregnant girls. Mm -hmm. And then when I got my credits, that I needed to complete my senior year, I checked myself back, back in. Yes. And you could get like extra credit. So just so you could do all the things that you ended up didn't even doing anyway. Correct. Okay. Uh, and just so I can still have my diploma. Right. And as a matter of fact, my diploma, because I finished, technically I finished high school in December of 2000. I'm class of 2001. So my diploma says 2000. Okay. 
um, versus 2001. How did you deal with like the judgments of like your classmates and or, the, or did you? I mean, I know you weren't there, but like, was that normal? Were there other girls or that your friends or like so there were, were people or, or even friends? That my were like, my first baby daddy was pretty popular. Okay, and so, so they thought you were cool. Well, they did like, he go to that high school? No, oh, okay. no, he went Just to like a completely different high school. But we're all from the same neighborhood, so like. You, if you're from Mid City, you go to like Fairfax, Hamilton, um, LA High, LA High yes. University, mm-hmm. which is where I went. So, and if you were smarter, you went to university. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how you went. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Shout out to uni. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, a lot of girls knew, everybody knew who my baby daddy was. They would see him picking me up. Right, right. So, there were like a lot of girls that still liked him. Mm. So they'd be like, oh, you know, the little high school shit when you have a boyfriend that might be kind of popping a little bit. So it was that. But then it was also, um, is she having his baby? What he like, they were questioning what this fool saw in me Mm -hmm. versus why, why, why are you having his baby? Like, you wouldn't want to think about this. Like, I didn't have friends thinking that I had people wanting to shit on me because he was in a relationship with me Mm -hmm. versus saying like maybe you should rethink this or maybe you know you have options or like I didn't have that and then I had the friends of mine that just legitimately like supported me like whatever you do we're friends so did you know anyone at that time that also was pregnant or had a baby or you were like the first of first of anyone you knew no my sister had a baby at 15 um even though she was away in a different city and state with her situation like, I knew my neighbor. But because of that, did you see that and be like, oh, well, I can do this then? Like, well, was that the example that you had? I knew I could do it because I I believe in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like I said, it was very selfish. I knew I could get out of my parents' house, and that was, like, the bottom line. Mm. I wanted out, mm-hmm. and no other way could get me out. So it was very selfish and vindictive and I I pay the price for it because I have to raise a human being. Like, <laughs> Still today. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> Currently. So yeah. Amazing. So it it was it wasn't I didn't even consider them because I knew that even with my story was so different from theirs. Like I knew like I'm not gonna be that kind of mom. So I didn't right. ever compare myself to right. them. I just knew like, okay, I'm having this baby. I don't care what anybody says. So then when you had your baby, did you have your baby naturally C-section? Oh, were that's they... when my parents showed up now. Was, that's what I was going to say. Did did they, they... Were they there? Like... So my mom, uh-huh. ironically, because we were under not my dad's coverage, but my mom's coverage. So she was my... Your point of contact because she it was her insurance. It was her insurance. So she had to sign all the paperwork. She denied me everything. In the paperwork? Yeah. Like, like what do you mean? Like, no medicine, all natural she wanted this they baby. They allowed her to sign Ooh, those papers yes. when you were underage. Correct. Mama she was like, you're going to feel everything. Yes. That's so, oh, so. Shit. That's kind of deep. Yes, yes. It is deep. Because but I respect her for it because I, I, 17 years old, I had my baby. That's good. Shit. Because you know what? I had a son. So you had a natural. Yeah. Had. Wait, you have a son. Son. Yeah, son. you had That was my son. Yeah. Natural. No epidural, no nothing. No. They, and I can't. It's legal for them to ask the what she's well. They have to. She's my legal guardian. guardian. I know. She, I'm there? not. I'm not legally legal. able to sign. But if you're the one giving birth, correct. But this is this is the law 
in the state of California. I mean, it may be different in other states, and it may be refined now, since right. then. That was like 18 years ago. But... I mean, I guess technically, like, I think about it, it's like, that's a lot of pain, physical pain for, like, a 70-year-old girl to endure. Because, you know, I went to, my friend had a baby in high school, and I remember the doctor saying, she's a baby, like, give her the medicine or something. But, the, I mean, I guess the truth is, is, like, for millions of years, the, the birth yeah, age was, was, like, 14, like, 15, yeah, 16. Like, our yeah. bodies are actually better prepared at that for age. birth. Were your, were your parents, was your mom there when you gave birth? Both my parents in the and room? my grandmother and then my little sneaky sister creeped in at just the, the right time. time. To see? Yes. So he wasn't even there. We weren't even speaking at the oh, time of no. my birth. Yeah, it was it was dramatic. His I remember the the, they came after they got news that their grandson was mm-hmm. there. Um, and I, be, I remember it being like a messy situation with one of my cousins calling him like, you know your baby here. <laughs> like... And I'm like, why'd you call him? Like, Didn't nobody want him to know? He could have hurt. He did when I called. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was messy. And then I like wasn't there. Then I went back. Then um, by the time my son was like a year and a half, because I remember. Wait, wait, so when you got out of the hospital, I went to my grandparents' house. Okay, it was like I set up like baby coming home here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember like not wanting like I wanted to be I wanted my family like I didn't do this to be like I still had the thought that we could work this out we can have that house in Windsor Hills Mm -hmm. (laughs) like all we got to do is get some cool jobs to retire from right right like we're straight Right. And what was his mentality? Like, where was his ahead? He at? was. Did he have a job. Like, what was barely, uh, barely had a job. That was why we beefed so much because he went to stay up all night, play video games, smoke weed, go buy the newest video game. I'm like, we need to stock up on diapers. I'm over here working. Like, I worked at an after school program. The YS. It was the Steady Institute. Shout out to Steady Institute. They <laughs> gave me my first job, so I worked there and. That was rough because I'm a tutor and I'm pregnant and I'm a kid and they know it. <laughs> and what are you teaching my son? What are you teaching my daughter? <laughs> oh, okay. So that was weird because parents always felt the need to address like if I if I chastise a child like, and they're like, you're taking your pregnancy out on my son and no. I don't know like I literally had so many of those conversations. I'm like, your kid's an asshole. Right. <laughs> like, Nothing to do with it. Yeah. Um, so. Having like I'm getting a hundred and twenty five dollars every two weeks, thinking I'm balling, right? And I'm like going to buy diapers, right? Because I know you're you can never it. have enough, and you're getting whatever you're getting two fifty every two weeks, and you're going to buy a console, right? Homie, yeah, he wasn't ready. You ain't took me out on a date. Like the the last thing you're gonna be buying is the video game. Right? Yeah, and literally he was, and then his brothers would come in and play. I'm like. I'm in here sleep. Right. I'm pregnant. And then he would tell me things like, shut up, don't say shit to my brothers. This is oh, my room. Oh, great. So it was it was it was gross. So how long did you guys so after that, so you had like a baby. one and a half done. Like I can't do this no more. I you broke up with him after I don't even, even it, it was like back and forth the same way that we did in high school, back and forth, back and forth. It got to the point where his parents gave me a room. 
in the house. Like brothers have moved, come and gone, and, and that you you can just be separate. Yeah, go in that room. Yeah, y'all, you and your baby live in there. Right. Like, and that was fine because I had burned the bridge with going to my family. Right. They're like, we're done with your back and forth. Yeah. No, you stay there until you, you can figure, figure it out. out. Yeah, you stay there until you figure out where you you're did. going you from there. I stayed there until me and my baby went into transitional housing. Mm. Just, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to live here. I don't, I don't even want your dick no more. Right, right. I'm so done. So, trans, so transitional housing. It was like for moms or families who, like, didn't have a place to live, so we wouldn't be homeless. So it was like another set of rules. It was like, like a group of girls. It was, I had my own one-bedroom apartment mm-hmm. in a structure facility ran program so i had like requirements parenting classes mm. a savings mm. um what is it called that place upward bound house mm. they i do a lot of volunteer work with them oh, cool. and i have in the past and i've like spoken at events and let people know why that is so valuable um for not just People like me, it has turned a lot in the last years because of the economy. So it's like more about families Mm -hmm. versus when I was going in, it was about like people leaving abusive relationships, people who were just down, who couldn't afford um, regular living. Um, It offered them, but you had like so many rules, no company with like Mm -hmm. no company period, um, unless during visiting hours where it's like peak hours where no one's home at that time. like. Literally every staff member of the whole program, there were cameras everywhere. Mm. Like it was just a very, I went from the wild to the church to more wild back to the church, Mm kind of like, and so that didn't work out for me. So I was just like, I just got to get it how I live and go get my own spot. Lived on couches with homegirls, with kids. I, I remember when I got my first um, apartment in Westchester, um, my girlfriend, she was like calling me a bitch and we got into an argument and she didn't know that I didn't want to be called a bitch because I had a private conversation with my four year old who was like, mom, I don't like when you and your friends call each other bitch because oh. then I want to fight them. Wow. Mm. So she's like calling me a bitch. I put her out my house. So then because I put her out. She's like arguing with me on my voicemail. Mm. So we, she's like, I can't call you a bitch no more because you pay rent now, huh? You ain't sleeping on my motherfucking couch no more. Right, can't right. call you a bitch no more. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to fight her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I we bummed it for a while because I just couldn't do rules. Sounds pretty familiar. You also mentioned that um, in your DM to us. Wait, let, can we talk about the DM? Yeah. It's funny because Kami DM'd us and she was like, um, I have a crazy story. I was a teen mom. I've gone through X, Y, and Z. And then she's like, my baby daddy's a blood and my partner's a crib. No, vice versa. Oh, my, sorry, Let's my, get this all the way straight. <laughs> my baby daddy's a crib. My partner's a blood. And I did it all before it was cool like Lauren London. That was her exact message. Yeah, it was. And for some reason, like, I guess I was, like, looking for the DM again, and I went back and read it, like, a week later, and I was like, oh, shit. This was, because you sent us that DM before the Nipsey shit happened. Yeah. You you sent it before the Nipsey shit happened, and then I went, I revisited it, like, a week later, and the Nipsey shit happened, and I was like, oh, my God. That's crazy that you just happened to mention her. So the only reason why I mentioned her is because when their relationship went public, Lauren and Nipsey's, um... There was a meme going around, like how she's 
uniting the community because Lil Wayne, her first baby daddy is a blood. Right. And I didn't Nipsey's realize a that. Crip. I didn't realize that. So people, my friends were sending me this, like, you been doing this, like, <laughs> you been on this. Like, so I didn't mean anything by it. And no, I was, no, no, I no. was we, super, we, super no, stunned no, that that happened I, because I knew that I had slit that DM no, and I, that I, had I happened so ironic. close no, together. So same, ironic. same. Literally like you sent that and then like five or six days later, like, Unfortunately, that yeah, happened. Yeah, that's, totally that's crazy. T- same, I felt the same thing. Because you know what, I didn't, even, I didn't remember that you had wrote, wrote, written that, and then when I reread it, I was like, Erica, did you remember? She's like, I know. Yeah. Um. Wait. So when you growing up, was he always affiliated? Like, wait, let me not fuck his up. whole his whole family started a crip gang in my neighborhood. So so they're crip 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 crip. this day, his my son's grandmother, I love her to death. Um, she had, you know, when it was a thing to wear earpieces yes. from your flip yeah. T-Mobile, that burgundy pinkish phone. Yeah. She was like, Ugh, I got to take this back. I don't want people to think this blood. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a full blown like grandmother. <laughs> My son at the time was her youngest grandchild. Like she had grandbabies and she was talking to me about some gangbang. How, how, how is that like grown? Like. Growing up in an environment, or I mean, you know, like your later years, like in an environment where like the adults even think that like cripping is cool. Like it's just, it's I like, don't know any other way. Right. It was just normal. It's just normal. Like everybody, everybody where, I, so this is the thing. My mother fucked with some blood niggas growing up. So they named like her name in the streets is red. Like everybody calls her red. So here I am uh, missing my mom. Everything I do is homage to my mother. So I I go to school flamed up. I wear red laces in my shoestrings. I get sweated every day. Like I'm, I'm fucking square as they come at this point in my life. And I'm questioned daily. Like, where are you from? Where are you from? You got the red laces. I remember standing in line for cookies in junior high school and some bitch coming behind me and like nudging me like this on my back. And like, where are you from with them red laces in your shoes? I, I, matter of fact, she might have said dead laces in your yeah. shoes. I was like, dead. Is I'm what? like, and dead because wow, right. that's like disrespectful to, to say, say to. Dead red. Yeah, and so um, I'm like, what? Like, I'm from Michigan because anything about my mom, my mom's from Michigan. So I'm like, I'm from Michigan. And she was like, well, around here. Oh, <laughs> and I felt like the scene. Yeah, Homie. <laughs> yeah. We don't do that. No, no, nigga. And so, like, someone called, someone from church called my parents and like, this is getting serious. You need to make sure, Kimberly, like, this is what's happening to her at school. Because your parents were not fucking with any of that. My parents didn't care. They were like, oh, self-expression. Like, she likes red. Like, that's her favorite color. Yeah, they didn't think it was thing. My dad was like, you're going to get shot. You're going to get shot at the bus stop, and I can't protect you. Take those red laces off. I'm like, this is for my mother. You just want to take everything. My mom (laughs) Yes. Yes. No, bitch, you in the wrong neighborhood to wear the color. Yeah, and so, like, when I would go visit Chicago in the Midwest, like, they'd be like, is that still a thing? I'm like, yes. 
I fucking, they, don't, they don't do that in the Midwest, do they? Maybe, no. no. Well, maybe now. now, now maybe right. I don't know what they do now because everything's Cause like, so fucking different. The blood. There's bloods in New Orleans. I mean, obviously. <laughs> they're everywhere now. <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere. So now, but now it's also. But even they're called at, different. They're called different things. Like for example, like in Chicago, they have the Vice Lords. They have the GDs. But t- but they wear they're red and blue. Oh, so yeah. But they're not necessarily called blood Bloods and red. Yeah. And now it's different too, where like. Bloods wear all blue, and it's not a thing. Like, oh, like the color, the color. Like I was, I'm, 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 I'm an '80s baby, so I'm coming at like an '80s baby. Y'all motherfuckers is lit. Um, so we're we're the age and era where where we're like um, still going by the original rules. Now they're like everything's changed. You can do what you want. If you're reputable from your hood, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not even a gangbanger. Like, my gang association is trickle down, trickle down. Right, like, like right. I'm somebody's mom now. Yeah. Like, but so raising your son in, in, in that environment. With like, his dad being. Uh, my son came home from a visit with his dad, probably nine, eight or nine years old, telling me his hood name. Like, that? oh, my, my hood name from. No, no. I remember. So have you had to have talks? Do you have to several, have talks with several. him about? But it's more about this is not okay. I know your dad shows you this type of stuff. I mean, it's not, you have to have talks with the dad. Like, how do you? Yeah, but he's so ignorant. This is who he is. Like, oh, so even to this day, he's deep in it. He's still, he don't see nothing wrong with it? Um, To this day, no. He's, he's since had his own daughter and matured this One much. Inch. Yeah. Like a fourth of an inch. But he's um, still getting affiliated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 you like, it's Every, for life. Yeah. Well, their no, family started the gang. So their their family functions are a gang party or hood day. Or, Do you have you know, fears like, about your son? Like, I don't fear a gang. I'm not worried about gang, gang violence. Like, I grew up around it. I know it happens. That, it's, it's sad. Um, but I like where we're going in this environment where it's like, there's Less. treaties and stuff happening now, like in wake of the tragedies that just recently happened. Um, but I never worried about like gang shits. More about like gun violence than gang shit. Well, because I knew I got a pass. I got I these, you not fucking with them over here because they crips and I'm good over here with this blood niggas. So I told one. I remember being disrespectful. They're both like they go no. hand in hand a lot of times. Sometimes, I mean, but a lot of times, like, a lot I, of times. But the gang members I know, they will fight. They will like where I'm from. Where I'm from. Where I'm from. The people I know. The bitches that have problems with another bitch or niggas that have problems with another nigga, they finna square up. But is that would but, you would you say that's more so with older? people i feel like the younger generation i feel like that's more solid individuals more more mature because there are immature gang members there are mature gang members i just mean i mean more so like young like i feel like a lot of these young gang members are the ones that are feel they they have like that's something to prove yeah so they'd be doing x they'd be doing the most and they'd be doing extra my um first baby daddy was actually shot by some bloods on his way home riding the bus. When? Um, I might have been 16. Yeah, before the baby, I was still in high school. And that didn't scare the shit out of you? It scared the shit out of me, but he was foul. Like... Oh, uh, when he, he was getting retaliated against or some shit, he kind of... Yeah, like, he gang-banged out of pocket 
on some niggas that wasn't fucking with him and they was like say that shit now blood and shot him i don't want him to be shot i was devastated our world was shattered he got shot in his stomach almost died shattered his leg he like forever walks with a lint growth was stunted like a whole bunch of shit it was very fucked up and foul but those are the consequences for just like i had to leave and go and raise this baby and struggle any way that I had to struggle to make sure that this baby, those were the consequences. I'm big on the consequences of my actions. True. That's true. So I never was worried about gang violence because I always felt like I'm straight. Like, if you fuck with me on this side of town, I got, these are still my in-laws. We don't always see eye to eye, but they finna ride. Right. This is my nigga and... He's big bad wolf, so you could try if you want to. Okay, so now your partner, your partner, your your two youngest is is a he's a crip. No, he's a blood. He's a blood. He's a blood. He's a blood. You love you a hood nigga. I didn't know it. I thought I just like tall niggas, you but I, I, I it's the it's the red in me. I can't help who my mama was. I can't. I can't. Um. So yeah, how does that work out? Like, it, it's just respect, you know, or because yeah, you have kids by him. You guys are like together forever. Well, initially, you don't know that, and especially if you have, especially if you have um, a man who knows he didn't do right by you, and now you have a new man in your life. family's life, right. like not just your life, your family's Family. life. Right. I moved out. I did my own thing. He still lived with his parents. How long were you single before you um, you met? So I I knew my partner uh, since 2003. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, everybody got a little thing that they do after they get out of a long-ass relationship. And I was so young. I had never been with anybody else, so I didn't know nothing. So I was like, I owe this to myself. I'm about to get out here. Let me go go on a vacation. Let me go swimming. (laughs) (laughs) Work test the water is like I'm diving. Yeah, hi. Your gear. Yeah. So it went from that to that. Um, but I was on my own, so I felt totally confident and comfortable in doing it. And then I realized, like, ooh, I'm drained. Like, <laughs> I ain't been on a date, <laughs> like a real like, date. Yeah. yeah like, the- so then I was like, I'm fucking big. I ain't fucking nobody. But on my way out the door, I hit up my partner who I'm with now. Like. Hey, I'm going on this little celibacy thing. But right before that, I just wanted to say one last time. Yeah. That's a good idea, though. I never thought in a million years. We were friends. I never thought in a million years like that would be who I, I still look at him. I think I did it Sunday driving like, I'm still with you. <laughs> what a big ass smile on my face, though. But so I like. I went from that to him being just my friend, met him at like we worked in the same facility so we knew each other he actually befriended me because he liked my son and then he would see me bringing my son to work because i still worked at the enrichment program um and so he would see me bringing my son to work and he'd be like that's your son like next thing you know he's like oh let me take him for a ride on my car like it was very sweet and we were friends and then i could call on him and this nigga why I fucking love him and why we have a friendship and then built upon that is because when I was struggling in that transitional home, mm-hmm. he gave me $40 to start a savings. He was like, you don't, you can't like, you can't be out here like that. Cause he would give us oh rides. So we didn't have to catch the bus sometimes. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's real tears. Crying. She's always crying. 
I love her. That's cute. <laughs> it's really cute. It's it was. No, that's, that's so, really but he, special. but I knew, like, damn, he's special. Like, he's teaching me something. I just want to sit up here and cry. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm on the verge of folding. Right. Like, I should just fucking do whatever and work right. it out with this nigga. But I'm, like, talking to another man who's like, nah, that ain't you. That's just, not it. Right. Just whatever you do, save. Right. You never know when you need to get out of jam. Because that was like, a part of this, the program, too, right? Well, that was a part of the program, but they were forcing me. Oh. I he mean, was just in, in piggybacking because he didn't even know that was a fucking program. <laughs> when you pull up, it just looked like a very secure building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in the cut. So um, he didn't know that it was a program. He thought I was straight, but he would hear me say how I'm struggling and how like I needed to get me and my baby off the bus. I was like, this is like ridiculous. Like we're on the bus from he, like, he was challenging you. He was making, you yeah. Happy. And also always drop gems. And then when we did finally have sex, I thought that was like, Oh, bomb. Like <laughs> I got the homie right here. I could just like, cause I can have a conversation with him like this other guy. I don't want you to know me. Don't even call me in the daytime. Like I'm picking up my son from school. Nigga. Like after eight, yeah, like shit. He ain't even sleep. I got no snack Wait, yet. What's your sign? Leo. Oh, Leo. A fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that happened, and then that celibacy thing lasted for like nine and a half months, and it was cool because I was focused. I was saving money. I was like getting to it. Um, and then he had a situation change of heart where he must have just been watching me because we remained friends um for a while he even had other relationships i had fake other little relationships because okay i just want to fuck with it like yeah. you were cool when we were fucking but right you we could be friends right you could take me to eat right right cool so i maintained that but him that was a friendship so when he approached me about like you we're gonna be together you're gonna have my kids i was like boy Quit playing, because at that point, I was getting, like, I was in therapy. I was getting confident in myself. I had two years of momming under my belt. I was like, ain't nobody did. Right. You can do this. Yeah, focus. I'm working out. Like, <laughs> my baby don't need nothing. Like, ugh, right. fuck y'all. <laughs> um, so it was that. I was, I had leveled up, I guess. We didn't call it that then, but I was really focused <laughs> and leveled up. Call it now is. <laughs> yeah. So that had come, and then he reached out, and I didn't believe him, and then we started hanging out on a regular basis, and then I gave him some, and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, so that was the first time? Yeah, so he was the last person before my celibacy, and then... Oh, the first... Like, first the person I broke it with. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. Yeah. And so you built that... I mean, you had... We were already building that relationship. Yeah, so it was so... It. it was so... Natural, like, and my son did, wasn't even bothered by it because he thought that was his friend. Uh -huh. Like yeah. from right. all the encounters, and they, he was. yeah. So he wasn't. It was never an issue where like, um, like, how do I introduce my son? And I didn't even have to say it. Like, be before time, it became my son's own idea. Mm. Like, oh, you should be boyfriend and girlfriend. Aww. Like, oh, should I? Okay. Oh, yeah, really. <laughs> so I'm right, and I'm sure that like. That made uh, baby daddy number one. Oh, furious. So back to gang shit, unfortunately. Like, my, we're in a relationship. My, um, I move. I ended up pregnant. I got pregnant um, 
with our first child that ended the pregnancy ended in a still a stillbirth. Um, so that baby didn't make it, but I was having like a little brother for my son. Um, and my son was graduating preschool. And so it was like, I was recovering from the stillbirth. My son, like it always is this time, springtime. <laughs> this is my Mercury. <laughs> so, um, he was graduating, turning five. I had just lost the baby. Um, obviously we're all coming together for this monumentous time in my son's life. And what does baby daddy number one do to baby daddy number two? Bang on him. Gang bang on him. He couldn't help it at, at, at the graduate. The at, the, uh, at the preschool oh, graduation. At the preschool graduation. <laughs> yes. I would have been fucking So weird. my whole family's there, his whole family's there, and my partner is there, but on his own, just with us yeah, and our family, yeah, yeah, as you. he should. Like, um, and my mom tells us to take a picture. <laughs> so we take a picture, and so he is furious on the other side of the camera, like, nigga, that's my family. <laughs> that's my family. And then he must have banged his hood. No, and and as I'm still posed for the picture, <laughs> Motherfucker, fuck you. Oh, no, baby, close your ears. Oh, my God. Somebody help me. Help. Help. Oh, my God. I died. On the inside. On the inside, instantly tried to distract my son because I was hearing this and I just thought I didn't know it was co- Wait, well, it was provoked you your you cor- oh you just heard your current partner saying yeah. fuck you yeah and going off because he once he's on it's over it's on stop <laughs> no, I'm like he must have well, caught him off guard because he's like oh well he just he he stay ready so he ready for like I know this nigga not gonna be happy to see me like you know <laughs> who would be ready. happy <laughs> Who would be happy to, like, yeah. so he knows there's opposition in this point in time. Right. So he went, like, and then this was their first time ever seeing each other. Oh, uh, girl. You <laughs> I didn't realize. Grad- oh, no. But I didn't realize Did that. coming? Yeah, everybody knew everybody was coming. It was no secret that anyone was going to be there. You know, we should maybe work that out one day before. Yeah, I, in hindsight. It's really my worst night. true. <laughs> Probably without gangbanging. Still my worst nightmare. Right. It's intense. It's intense. No bad. It's intense. You don't need a gangbanger for that to go wrong. But okay. it just happened very quickly, too. Like, we were all having good moments. I even got an award at the graduation for being, like, volunteer something. Like, like it was like, come see. He made, our kid made a speech. No, like, the <laughs> Come to find out, the um, grandmother instigated the entire no, I thing. Mean the, I mean, the other students were like, other so we were kind of like, in a cluster. So we were, so the situation was kind of blocked in by family, mm-hmm. um, but it was sparking and getting loud. So maybe the hood, other hood it's families, because <laughs> you know they know keywords, you know, so they might have been tuned into it. But my uncle, who's very professional, who I love, he like, real quick like he took Andre and Andre was like you gotta go here go to Keys like get out of (laughs) here well cause Andre Andre's he went on some I'll kill like oh oh, baby no no. cause it went to it went to hood stuff it wasn't it was not on he didn't say don't take a picture with my family he said some gang (laughs) shit 
So a gang member in LA gets back if you're a gang if you're a gang member you get back on gang member shit you, you don't go, you, you go back switch you switch it's a yeah switch. it's you're a mode it's a mode you're not at the, at the kindergarten graduation anymore you're about you are now on the battlefield place. it is yeah. a mode <laughs> it's a mode and so gangsta on gangsta on and then from there he left and i got the most disturbing i got a terrorist threat on my voicemail Oh, no. I'll never forget it. I was like, this is a thing. You can't be doing this. Don't ever do this. Like, because it became past 9-11. They made, like, terrorist threats a really big, like, it's yeah. a crime. Don't do it, people. So, <laughs> so he called, my baby daddy calls me and leaves messages on my um, phone about what he will do to my bitch ass nigga. And then... So this could have went so many different ways in hindsight. Like I could have like tossed that, but then I felt like he is that dumb. Like he was that dumb to do what he did and cause this whole situation in the first place. So he's literally, hmm, you don't trust the fool. You mm-hmm. gotta like take heed. Sure. So I was like torn. I like asked a few friends. They were, I got mixed reviews. <laughs> like right. tell, don't tell. Cause how would I feel if, he had caught him slipping on any occasion. Right, right. Um, so I like put him up on game. And then that's when shit got really real gang banging ish <laughs> for me. That was like the roughest time of that part of our relationship. Mind you, I just lost a baby, right. so I'm grieving. How many, that, how many months along were you when you lost? I went full term. I went into labor. Oh, girl. Yeah, and so we thought during the entire labor, we thought, like, okay, this cord's going to be wrapped. You oh, know? Because of the oxygen? Was he losing? Oxygen? Well, so I had started having, like, pre-labor. This is my second birth. Right. So it's, like... I know kind of like based on what happened last time, when to go to the doctor, when not to go to the doctor. And with my um, first son, I did like the very wise, unwise thing to do. I was being sarcastic. It's a foolish thing to do to take. What is that laxative that you take? Colax? Um, some oil, castor oil. Yeah. To like midwife's tail. To induce labor. With when I was 17. Oh. So this labor, I'm like, I'm not doing that. And I'm like going to ride it out. So I never knew what like fake contractions were because when I did that, because I was 17 and they, and I had mucus and bloody show, they were like admit her. And I like had a 21 hour labor in the hospital as a 17 year old with no medication, <laughs> like a boss. <laughs> so that happened. But then, um, so this time I'm like, I'm gonna wait it out. I'm gonna be comfortable. I'm gonna take a shower. Right. Like I'm gonna chill. Yeah. So I'm having like Braxton Hicks labory and like some other pain and discomfort. And I'm like very close to my date. So I'm like, cool, like we on. So I'm like, you know what? I can't do this one. Like it's getting a little real. Like I need someone to tell me stuff is still okay. right. Cause yeah. this feels intense. Uh-huh. So decide to go to the hospital. Like I'm fully in labor now. Mm-hmm. Like it's happening. I'm nervous. Get me there. Let them send me home. Mm-hmm. Well, when I get there and they do the scan, they don't find a heartbeat. So then they, like, call specialists and other doctors. Mm-hmm. Like, come look, come look, come look. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's come and look, and someone thinks something, and then 
like the head head whoever needed to make the decision enough people saw no heartbeat they monitor me anyway but they let me know like there's no heartbeat so then they try to like start that um quick process of getting you ready for um c-section yes okay and something was wrong um i was too anemic Mm. to um have a c-section so I had, they were like, okay, we got to do her and get this baby out. Like we got to see, cause they're still thinking these are doctors. They like, we, we just got to get in there and see what's wrong so we can get it right. Right. Um, so I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then I'm like, fuck when I hear that I can't have a C-section cause that's scary. And I'm here by myself. Like, of course I have my partner, but this is his first kid. Right. He's scared Scared as shit. He's scared driving. I'm like, boy, just drive to the hospital. (laughs) Like just drive to the hospital. Relax. Like, yeah, but he's all like. Like, nigga, what did you do before you took me here? So, um, he's there by himself with me, and he don't want to look at me. And he like, y'all got to get here. I hear him telling, like, someone from my family, like, y'all got to get here. Like, they just told us that the baby don't have a heartbeat. Like, I'm here by myself. And so then everyone came from everywhere. I'm like, damn, I ain't seen you in years. Um... And I'm, like, in denial. Like, no, I'm about to go have my baby. Like, I know it's a long time, but he's in the incubator. It's like, violent. they if he was out and sick, they'd put him in the incubator. He's in the incubator, like, positive vibes. Right, like, right. I feel that he's going to be fine. Like, he's going to get out and, like, we're going to start his heart and he's going to cry and he's going to want me. Like, chill out. Right. And everybody's like, okay. Like, I don't, like, they're whispering in front of me. Like, should we let her think this or, like. Is this healthy? Or maybe there is hope. Like, there's mixed reviews all around the room. Um, So I go through that. And then I think at some point, because it began to get dark, I, like, did this thing with my mind where I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, maybe I do need to, like, be prepared for it to go bad. And that was hard. Oh, that was the longest night of my life. Um, But... Because you still had to go through labor. I had to go through labor, and I wasn't well enough to do anything different, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know. No, right. Um, so that was, like, one of the longest nights of my life. Um, I had that baby at, like, 8.32 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And when I, like, um, I had the medicine. They gave me morphine. I remember cussing out my my nurse. I don't remember her name, but I think it was Tanisha, something Isha. Um <laughs> I cussed her out, and at the end of, like, right before having him, like, we just hugged and cried. and Because it, it was just her and I in the room. Um, she she kept me strong. I don't think I could have pushed without her because her voice made the difference. Um, I tuned everybody else out hours ago. So, I'm sorry. No, I know. Um, I'm like, having her there was powerful, but... Um, so I went through, and true enough, the baby was deceased. There was no cord, so we were baffled. Like, no, what? what? Wait, 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 there happened. was no cord wrapped around him, like, not even one loop. So we were baffled, and I'm like, give him to me. Give him to me. Like, I want to see him. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nobody touch him. Give him to me. So I, like, almost, like, took him out myself um, and just held. He was so heavy. Ten pounds oh, even. Geez. Ten pounds even. And, I mean, just heavy and lifeless and like it didn't even take long for him to get cold um babies i'm sure you know you're both moms you know how they have like the fractures in their skull for 
the birth canal. Uh-huh. Like they don't, why they say like the baby's soft because they don't mesh together until after right. birth. So because of that, like we could feel the plates mm-hmm. because he was so, there was Heavy. no blood flowing right. underneath it. We could like, if you touched him, oh. a part would protrude mm-hmm. slightly. He was big. He was beautiful. And I couldn't believe I did that. Did they know how what happened? We we were young. We were sad. We were devastated. Like sad is not even a thing. Um, devastation doesn't even like. There's like multiple levels of that, and we were there. Um, but no one encouraged us because we were mourning so deeply that um, it would be for the medical field. It's best to get an autopsy. We just felt he had been through enough. And we didn't want anyone to cut him. Um, So we never found out an actual cause. Obviously, um, we assume because I was unhealthy and obviously I was getting mistreated as a woman, as this is my second baby and I'm only 20 something. Like I was literally getting brushed to the side for maybe a 30 something year old woman who was Caucasian mm. and had, you know, better insurance right. or, you know, like I was, what do you mean in the, in the so labor? You think, you, you think that like throughout your pregnancy, you mean mm-hmm. like going to the doctor, like you weren't Correct. getting the best care. Correct. People weren't like Correct. checking. Like no one was taking me seriously. Like I was a teen mom who was here for round think, two. You, oh, so you think, okay, they were just, it was just. Yeah, well, because there's no way that I should have been sick and not known it. Right, um, right. Oh, like that level, yeah, that level of anemic, and no one had mentioned that correct, prior. Correct, correct. anemia is something that usually, well. Oh, so you didn't know you were anemic before this. You well, I knew I was anemic, but I didn't know to what degree and how, how I should do a change a regimen. Well, the, the thing of it is, is that it was so deep that it was actually a concern for my health, like um, even to have, give the birth. Right, right. Because they don't know if the the placenta is detached, if there's like some kind of open wound. They don't know at this point. Oh, They're just, that's why. Like what are, there's so many factors. They, they did hella blood work um, to rule out like diseases and different things, but they were going there too. Um, like I was scared for my life giving birth to this child yeah, because you, they couldn't answer a why. How do you get over that? Do you get over that? How, what is your process? Cause I can't like it, like it hurts me. Like even, individuals, like, the process will be different. Like some people, um, heal in public, like they appreciate the public attention. They appreciate like the love and support that pours in in a tragic time. Other people like myself, I am an internal out person. So my healing has to come from inside me. I have to grow it like a seed, water it, nurture it, and force myself to the other side. Um, that's kind of my process and that always has been because I always go inward. Um, just from even not talking in my parents' house as a child. Like, I went in. So that helped. Um, my partner helped a lot. Um, he introduced me to running. Um, you know, I did cute workouts. Like, I'm going to go swim at the Y, take mm-hmm. this little class, mm-hmm. like, ride a bike, mm-hmm. go skating. He introduced me to hardcore running, like, in nature. Mm-hmm. And because I'm an animal, I felt, like, free. Yeah. Like, I found myself like 
oh, I need to get addicted to this. I'm addicted to this. This, It became my outlet. Because at first I went dark, for sure. Like, drugs, cigarettes, drinking, like, crazy shit. But um, I did have a nice core group of friends at the time that, like, I am grateful for them and I don't feel bad that if we don't have the same relationship because I know that they were there for that healing time. So I appreciate them to this day. Never will forget that, even if you don't hear from me. Um, But just having that and then Faith, my mother was in jail at the time, so she was, like, sending me all this bomb-ass jail art, like, roses <laughs> made out of toilet paper. I still have that shit. It's in his memory box of, so like, cute. all his pictures and certificates and so all the information. Well, the hospital gave, you know how, like, when you have a baby, they give you a gift bag or something. Well, when you don't get to take your baby home, they give you Something's for that memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is a personal question. You don't have to answer it. Did you name him? And do you like, oh, yes. associate him with a name? Because I know sometimes We had people... to okay. for legal reasons. Oh, like you have shit. to birth the baby and name it because... It has to have a... a it has to have a death certificate, mm-hmm. not a birth certificate. Um, mm. But a record of the birth. So when it's a stillborn, you get a death certificate um, instead of your birth certificate for the child. Mm. Um, and you do what you will want with it. Some people can't keep that. Some people, you know, it's just something that's documented in the government. Right. Other people, they keep it in their little keepsake box mm-hmm. like I do. Um, but they gave us memories. Like they had, they did the same thing, but then it said something more poetic, mm-hmm. um, you know, about your angel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, they gave me a private room away from, like, all the babies were like on that wing and I was over here, but they, cause they, at first they wanted to put me in, um, like on a different level that wasn't maternity. And I was like, I need maternity care. Yeah. Why would like, I be in like an emergency room with sick people? Well, why would I be in a, in a room with a person who knows who's just got out of surgery? Right. Like I'm not recovering from surgery. Right. So I needed those nurses. So they at least respected my wishes on that. And then they were like, well, we don't have any rooms. Like, we have to put you in with another mom who has a baby. And I was like, I'll die. Uh-uh. Like, what? And so they they made room for me. My OG, Tanisha, who held me down. <laughs> in the, what the she fuck? went, right. she went, she was like, who told you that? Yeah. And she went and got it together and they took me well, to a beautiful. private room. Sounds like she was like. She was, she was God sent during that time because I didn't care about my grandma. I didn't care. And that's like, that's my best woman alive. Um, I didn't care about my dad. I didn't care about him. Like he didn't even Mm -hmm. exist to me. Like I had even forgotten about my own child for a minute Mm -hmm. because I was like, this too much. Mm -hmm. Like this is not just like, I didn't see my things going south with his dad. I had rewrote my story. It was cuter now. And that was like. Okay, um, starting all over again. I was scared to get pregnant again. Yeah, I was gonna ask you like so scared to have, have sex. Two, I thought I was like, like oh that's it. I might as well go bury myself with him. Like I didn't think I was alive anymore. Right. For at least six months, and then for him, poor poor my partner. Um, his grandmother had passed the week prior mm. so he couldn't stay at the hospital with me because the next morning he was being a pallbearer for his grandma who oh raised God, him. No. So it was like Whew. he yeah. told me later that once we moved out of that place he told me like um, he 
he thought about like killing himself. I mean, I I, I can understand. It's yeah. like all that loss. That's a lot. And then That's to back to back. It was, it was like I said, it was devastating on a whole new level. Well, you have to start asking yourself, like, what's happening? Why right. is this happening to Right, me? right. You know what I mean? And I did think that. I thought, something has to be wrong. Send me the results. Like, what? am I dying? Right. Like, I was preparing mm-hmm. for my own funeral mm-hmm. in those next few months. Um, and then uh, two of my girlfriends had babies. Mm-hmm. And they both had baby boys. Mm-hmm. Um, so they thought, like that I didn't want to be around them or want to be with them. And I was like, no, give me those boys. Right. Let me see them. Let me hear them. I gave them all my baby stuff, right. like, here. And make sure you let me see them wearing it. Like, I want to see this shit. I bought this for him. Right. He's not here. Put your babies in this. Right. Um, so it kind of went like that. And then over time, I got stronger. Um, my relationship with my partner kind of fell apart a few times but it's only natural because in the beginning I held so much resentment towards him Mm -hmm. as well like I like was like this is your fault like I had this motherfucker's baby with no problem this is on you what the fuck did you do I don't deserve this like that was what I was looking at the situation at yeah and it was easy to it It was totally his fault like but and then, and then, if anybody had a thought about it, you and him, mm-hmm. right? Like, as a matter of it's fact, it's your fault too, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> totally, now totally, totally. I remember having a really tough moment with my son during that time because I had, we were home alone, which was rare for us at this point when I had this moment. Um, someone was always on deck. If it wasn't him, my partner. It was like a relative, a girlfriend. Someone was always on deck. And this was my very first time being alone with my son since my delivering my dead son. And he um, needed me for something. You know, he's five years old. He needs me. So he needed me for something. And I was like, don't you see I'm struggling? Don't ask me for shit. <laughs> like, like, I don't mean to laugh. No. I'm mourning. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, like, I was really, like, sitting in a corner somewhere, and he came and asked me something, and that was my response. Right. And his response to my response was him, like, breaking down. He's like, Mom, I need you, too. Mm. You have more than one. Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's. So that was a That's breaking so point. Yeah. That was a breaking point well, for me. You realize your kids are like oh. these feeling humans that right. are like feel shit. Yeah, <laughs> and it was actual truth. Like he and wasn't he like up. he right. wasn't grown. Like, right. Hello. He spoke to my soul. Right. He spoke directly to my soul with that because that's all I did was internalize that and then I got back on my shit. Like yeah, I did like, when I decided to be celibate, I refocused. Right. And I like Okay, so I became focused on, like, let me spend time on the... Like, I'm grateful to have this kid. Like, it's all about, you deserve the world. We're going to go get it. Right. Your brother didn't die for nothing. Right. Like, we're going to go get this. Right. And so I refocused. And then, um, because I was so negative, it was hard for my partner to grieve and be around me. Mm Because not only is he mourning... His son, he's mourning his grandmother. Right. So, like, there's a lot that comes with that, too. The, his grandmother was the staple in his family. And, mm-hmm. like, so when that happened for his family, his family was t- tearing apart. 
So he had this situation, and, and then his comfort was me. And right. then, you know what? What I was, what makes me think is like so often when situations like like when when a woman loses a child, it's the woman is. Are you a, people are surrounded by the, the women. Woman. They don't. They forget about the father. Correct. They don't like you good. Okay. Yeah, well, let's, yeah, like, yeah. Is she good? Is she good? Like, yeah. You okay, nigga? Everyone right. kept telling him like, keep her straight. Keep right, her straight. Yeah. Like, okay. He was like, what about me? Uh, right. In <laughs> like in blowing up, he was like, I'm so tired of hearing people tell me to keep it, str- keep <laughs> you straight. <laughs> yeah, he's like, like, what about me? Yeah. Shit. That was his I, first. Has anyone kid? asked me? Yeah. If I'm okay. Yeah. Fuck. So that was like that kind of like we needed the space, but he was still there for me. Um, So that part of our relationship was like our rockiest. Mm -hmm. Like we were trying to figure out like, do you want to break out? Because if you break out, I break out and we won't think nothing of it. But then we felt like, nah, like you're it. So I have to sit here and work this out with you. It's just really hard and really tough and I might not do it right. Mm -hmm. So that was like a very challenging, that was like our foundation Mm -hmm. to like having a real relationship. Mm -hmm. And we both decided to stick it out versus like caving or walking away. And I don't think either of us would have even been mad if If like that had happened and we dissolved the relationship. We both would have mutually respected that time in our lives. Um, but for whatever reason, we like came back um, and then we were like, we're gonna plan to have a baby. <laughs> right. Um, and we did, and that's our best joy, our daughter. Like that was the baby that came out of that situation of us planning and like pouring love into each other and pouring loves into ourselves. And she legitimately, at like from the day she was born, she was always called a bundle of joy. Mm-hmm. And she came into this world that she still, she hasn't lost it yet. <laughs> I'm waiting. I keep waking up every morning like, is it still there? How, how old is she? She'll, she's the one that will be 11. Oh, yeah. she, she's um, almost 11 years old and she's like just the best blessing. Um, she keeps our house in order <laughs> with all the crazy shit of having a. <laughs> 18-year-old brother right. and a two-year-old brother. She keeps that shit like, Mom, these niggas not about to drive us crazy. <laughs> <laughs> we are doing this, this, and this today. <laughs> I don't care if my brother needs this or the baby needs this. Like, we're... Just letting you know. Yeah. Like, and I love her. I'm like, you are so bomb. <laughs> little lifesaver. But she she is the baby we plan for, and she's, like, amazing. And then they, then there's the baby we didn't plan for. <laughs> then there's the vacation baby. Yeah, <laughs> that is his. That is MIA. That's that Miami baby. Right. Correct. And he, he's like always turned up too. Like this city don't sleep, mom. What you talking about? Right. You, city. Knew, you knew what you was doing. <laughs> right. Oh my god, that's so beautiful. Yeah. That really, really is. It's just crazy. Just life and the lessons and how it teaches you and how you know and you are so strong so i get that a lot and i and i'm i appreciate you saying that so thank you for sure um it's never like something that i planned to be it's things that i just had to be i had like i had no choice like my mom was no punk so even if she got win, like, oh, you was out there being a buster? Like, that's a problem for me. And that might be that hood shit, that gang mentality. But that's a problem. I can't be out here being no punk. So I got to boss up and 
do whatever it is. I don't know what we're doing, but here we go. I think we as women, we just boss up and we just do that shit. You know what I mean? Like I always tell Jamila and I say on the podcast all the time that women, we just, we just figure it out. That's what we do. You know what I mean? That's why we're so fucking strong, you know, and listening to your story, I'm like, damn, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's something it's that I'm proud that to, to be me. a woman. Yeah. Like, it's a reminder of that to me. It makes me so proud. Like, and I tell my son all the time, the older one, when he tries me, like, boy, you don't know who yeah. your mom is? Yeah. <laughs> Let me, uh, Let me I held some peace in the streets that summer when you was graduating from preschool. <laughs> <laughs> Did nobody head get blown off. Right. right. Like, don't blame me, little boy. And don't you know, I had straight A's and 56 absences. Like, <laughs> Not straight A's and 56 absences. Yes. Oh, my wow. granddad for a long time had that shit on the wall. Like, I'm like, Papa, <laughs> put my diploma up or something. Why you got this? He's like, because I don't understand how a person could be absent 56 <laughs> days and just straight A's. <laughs> I'm like I do my that work. Is, that is that's for my, that's a frame that's a frameable piece of artwork. Yeah, that's remarkable. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and every, upon everything else, that's fucking remarkable. If anything, I'm gonna start lying to people and say I did that. Shit. That <laughs> is. If we just do a podcast, I was not. <laughs> I'm so happy you came today, girl. Yeah, I'm so grateful. Same. Thank yes. you so much for having me. Like deeply grateful for your story and you just coming and talking and, and like, sharing and yeah just- of course no I, I I know that there's people who have a kid in teenage years and then they had another kid because they're in a new relationship and why not and they're like what the fuck did I do mm-hmm. I, we we all did that mm-hmm. <laughs> well I did um, and then there's like people who suffer from stillborn they're still moms you know Mm-hmm. Um, and there's it's just mom shit mom like shit. I said earlier it's just mom shit we it's always something true it's always something but you know th- thankfully like we're so strong and thankfully we do have children to show us the light man and to pull us out of that darkness yeah the way your son like he literally grabbed your hand and was like took you I'm yeah. happy we're here alone I've been meaning to tell you something mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. yeah right mama my daughter too like she's gotten me through so many things she checks me constantly she's my constant like like the litmus test, you know what I mean? Just constantly. Yes, yes. And that's how I feel about girls. We keep us on our toes. Yeah, you know what I was going to tell you when you said your mom was sending you like her art? I was like, you know, of course, of all the times she'd probably been doing this and doing that at that time, at that moment, she was she was clear. She was clear. And she, and and she and was. Had, and you had that. You had that. She you know was so dedicated to me at that time. I heard from my mom on a daily basis. That's no but mistake. Via you know? mail. Right, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah. At, at that time in your life. When I needed her. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, shout out, Ray. You did that. <laughs> you was there. Can't nobody take that from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, that, that she was amazing. She was very, very much a part of that healing There's as no well. There's no perfect parents. No, no. They're just our... The people we come through, the lessons we learn. The people we come through. And there's lessons in everything. We choose our parents. I I really believe that because I really think that my angel, which which is what I call him, um, I really do think that he chose me to grow me. Um, There's so many things where it's near bad. Like near, oh, if that would have happened, that would have been real fucked up. Mm-hmm. Or if that would have happened, he was there stopping that whole little mm-hmm. gang shit from happening because mm-hmm. that was almost left. Right. Um, but he was 
there in those missed moments where it could have been bad. And he has reminded me of that. And I've never like not felt him with me um, through some of those bad times where it's like, oh shit, I have an angel. Mm-hmm. Like, thank you, baby. Right, like, right. like looking out. And I tell my kids that all the time when they have moments where they're not feeling confident or they're not, I'm like, you have an angel, mm-hmm. brother. Ask that nigga to pull some strings. <laughs> you, yeah. you would do it if he was here right. and he was popping or something. You'd be like, hey, bro. Like, I'm like, ask that nigga to pull some strings. Like, you have stuff working for you. Right. Like, not everybody has an angel, brother. Like, you, <laughs> you legit got that. Right. There's two things that are crazy about, like, how I have kids. Um, there's, there was this, in the early 2000s, there was this, like, popular psychic lady, Kim Allen, and she, um, you had to call in to get a reading. She was in New York, and she didn't do in-person readings anyway, so everything was like, call in, I'm gonna give you a private number to call where we won't get interrupted, um, call that number at this time, have a pen and paper. So she told me, this is before I got with Bay, where she was, like, telling me, um, have a pen and paper. And so I was like running names off to her. Like, and what about this person? And what about this person? <laughs> and she was I've like. I've never heard anybody go to a psychic and run off names. I've never heard. Oh, well. I mean, oh, I'm actually, I brought a list. <laughs> legit, legit. That was me during my reading. And so she's like um, tired of me at this point. <laughs> so she's like, the Taurus? Who's the Taurus? And she's like, well, that is the one. And I was like, him? Like, uh-uh. Like, tell me something else about one of these. Tell me about the Virgo. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a thing. <laughs> tell me about the Virgo. It's on that paper. <laughs> but anyway, the um, thing that she said, because I always knew that I wanted to have kids, a son, because I had him first, a daughter, and then a son. I used to tell my friends this all the time. Like, I want a son, a daughter, son, so that... My son can protect his sister, and so my daughter can like tell her baby brother about these bitches. Like, <laughs> we need these. We that need, was your vision, okay? Yeah. And so I asked her specifically, the psychic during the reading, like, um, like I always wanted kids this order. Like, am I gonna have that? And she answers me, it depends on how you look at it. Mm. And I was so angry, like, uh, I was telling my friends, don't call her. <laughs> Cancel your appointment, get your money Fuck. back. Because I'm like, that's the one thing oh, I asked you, like, a definite, specific goodness. answer to. Fuck. And you tell me some shit, like, depends on how you look at it. And she's totally, I didn't even make sense, because at the time, I only had a daughter. I mean, my son. son. I didn't right. even have my daughter. So Shit. I didn't even get it until I had this baby mm. in 2017. Like You looked back on that. I looked back on that and recalled that situation was like, this is what she meant. And the reason she means it is because right now in front of me, the kids that I have present is in that order. Right. The kids I birth, it's not. Right. Also, the kids I have with my partner, it's in that order. Mm. So how, however you look yeah, at this, it depends on mm-hmm. what what view you're having when you... And I was like, damn. Yeah. That crazy. really... Like, because that took that many years... Sometimes to, it's like that. Yeah. To come to, to existence. Yeah, to, to make, make sense. sense. Wow. So I was like blown away by that. I was like, damn. Wow. Hmm. I have to call her up and tell her I'm sorry for those bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rephrase that. Better Yelp review. Oh, my God. 
Well, thank you so much. Of course. For coming on. Thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. This has been candles. so fun. Oh, my gosh. oh yes. Yes. Kimmy made us these amazing focus candles on your fortune manifestation candles. Yes, they're from your podcast about the we, we were supposed to have I know that horrible thing happened with Nipsey and that's why I didn't join. I don't know if you guys still did it or not. The manifestation masturbation. masturbation. Oh yeah, that was the same day. Yeah, so I didn't do it, but I was like, well, if you do it again, you have these candles, you have your affirmation. Another day, I did it the next day, I think. We're gonna do another one anyway. Yeah, Yeah, we need to do it like as a group though. Like you said, that was gonna be powerful. I was ready, but then that happened, so I couldn't. I was like, it's so hard to plan like as a group. It has to be like two in the morning, set your alarm. I am not waking up at two for this. You better do some. Manifesting while you masturbate. I did it and it was fucking incredible. So, next time you do, it just doesn't have to be when we do it. Is it hard to focus on what you want and stay ready? A little bit, but but you get in this rhythm and then once you get there, it's. So, like once you're already there. So, when you're growing. Focus on the pleasure. Uh huh. And as it grows, then really start to like think think about something very specific. Like the billion dollars. Like the billion dollars. But you know what I found? Billion dollars is arousing to me. You know, once yeah, you but get that's there, what I'm, that's what like, I'm saying. Yeah. Even oh, me, what, nice. I was, what I was, okay, what I was okay, manifesting okay. was very specific and something that definitely would never arouse me. But it was specific about what I, a situation I want to happen. Mm-hmm. And, but that's arousing. But it if still you want aroused it to me because it excited me. Exactly. Yeah, and you can see it. it so and it made so me, tunnel vision like so pleasurable. You can feel it almost. So then when you yeah. actually finally come, you feel like this crazy like energy like bursting through you at least for me i just felt very energized and motivated so much so that it was like probably like one in the morning and i was like i'm gonna work nice <laughs> yeah i'm Not gonna try that's, this like, always what's gonna happen but like i felt very energized and motivated like i'm sure there's different ways you might feel oh my god that butterfly was so beautiful the i saw a glimpse still flying through yeah um, which i want to say because we're all from cali from southern california and i said this to you recently i know we've had out like a, a lot of uh butterflies flying mm-hmm. through um, like a heavy amount, it's noticeable, like thousands. And I was like, it's, it's a butterfly migration. I know, but of all the years have we've lived here, grown up here, it's never the rain. Like, you know, girl, when I saw those butterflies, there's never been a goddamn butterfly fucking migration. But, so think about all the rain we have. Like this summer is gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be absolutely stunning. Like we haven't had rain in years, and then not we, like we had. We had months of it, consistent rain, like so much so I think this side note, there's gonna be snow in Mammoth until July. Damn. I know, so that's, we should do that. that is, that's a thing. Until July? Yes. That's so crazy. That they're projecting Mammoth, which is like five hours away. I'm still going. Me too. That's what I'm saying. Let's do this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But you would feel better about going when it's warm. Like, you know, exactly. like I'm going for the week. You don't have to wear yeah. Yeah. in a tank top? Oh my God. Down. But not only that, like, <laughs> even if you are cold for the weekend, you come home and you know it's going to still be, be spring or summer or warm or whatever. What you're All used right, to. Everybody who doesn't live in California doesn't want to hear us talk about oh. California ass weather. We, could, we, should do, we should do a trip. They're gonna be like, these bitches in California. Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make Mother's Day weekend a thing. Oh my god. Okay, we gotta bounce. Okay. We gotta go. Thank you so much. Of course, thank where, you. Where can our followers find you? At XO Kimberly Valentine on Instagram and email is Kimberly at XO Kimberly Valentine.com. Do you sell these candles? Yes. Where the, can they can they find that on your website? Or? Well, not yet, but they will. They will be. Soon, yes. Our bomb. We'll post a picture on it. Sure. Yes. 
Um, look how pretty this little rose is. I know. That's why There's I like an actual baby There's rose also in there. the stones <laughs> Not a petal, a rose. in the bottom. Oh, she puts stones so in. your stones went in with intention. That's amazing. And so when you have them, when it all, you can't oh God, see them. because something under there. Yeah, too. yeah. Just letting oh, you so know thoughtful. which stones you have and for what their purpose are. And then you keep them. And so you can keep, the, even when the candle runs out, you keep your stones and you right. still have your manifestation tools and reminders. That's beautiful. I love yeah. that. Beautiful. So it stays with, with you. Yeah. And she had an affirmation written in it. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll read it at the top of the next episode. Yeah. We read it before we started this episode. Um, anyway, we will catch you next Wednesday. Uh, make sure to follow us at Good Moms Bad Cho- underscore Bad Choices. Go on our website, subscribe to our newsletter, GoodMomsBadChoices.com. Get some merch. Get some merch, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. I'm gonna put those resources in the uh, on the website too. Well, oh, yeah, we'll include all the resources that can be mentioned on our website. Nice. As well. Yes. Uh, okay, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Get no static from the cowards. Cause just yesterday, them booze tried to blast me. Saw the police and they rolled right past me. No flexing. Didn't even look in a nigga's direction as I ran the intersection. Went to Show Dog's house. They was watching your TV raps. What's the haps on the